0: Bismillah <laughs> ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. Inna wa nasalli ala rasulihil kareem al We express our praise and gratitude to Allah. We seek blessing on the Prophet peace be upon him. Continuing Kitab, Riadat al-Nafs, we are in the next section, Exposition of Real Nature of Good and Bad Character, page 92 of the Sharif edition, page 15 of the Winter edition. Okay.
1: Know that people have discourse upon the true nature of good character and upon what it constitutes but have in fact treated only the fruit which it bears, not its reality. Mm. They have not even grasped the entirety of its fruit, of which everyone has mentioned that which occurred to him and came to his mind. Never have they directed their attention towards providing a definition for it or a discussion of its nature which takes all of its fruit into account in a detailed and comprehen- comprehensive fashion. <laughs> there is, for example, the saying of al Hasan that good character is a cheerful face, magnanimity, and doing no harm.
0: So what's magnanimity? Generosity. It's like extensive generosity. Mm -hmm. So one way of, so the basic point he's making is that a lot of people talk about good character, but no one is comprehensive. So here's, we've had a number of different sayings about good character, and so here's another one. What is good character? That when people see you, you're happy. You're generous with people. And you don't hurt people. And so what is underlying there? How you interact with people or how people receive you. At the very least, they see uh, a good face, a happy face. Yeah. Um, or, And better than that is generosity. But if you can't do either of those, you just don't harm them. Or mm-hmm. Al-Wasiti. Yeah.
1: And Al-Wasiti has said, It is that one should not argue with... <clears throat> It is that one should not argue with anyone or be argued with by anyone because of one's firm knowledge of God, exalted is he. Okay.
0: So here argument is when you are pushing a point beyond what is necessary. And so there's a a teaching uh, about, you know, you shouldn't quarrel on Hajj. Mm -hmm. When you're in Ihram, you should not quarrel. And so one definition that's given of that is let's say you want to buy something and the person's saying, I want $50, and you say, I'll give $30. Mm dollars and then the person says $50. Again, meaning they're not negotiating and then you say 35.
2: Mm-hmm. The
0: second you say 35, you've ne- you've started it, turned it into a fight.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. If the person went down to 45, then they're negotiating. But if they're not negotiating and you keep trying to push it, you've turned it into a fight, even though you're not in a physical argument. Right? And so, avoid arguments, which is essentially is saying avoid stubbornly pushing your point to get your way. Go. Mm-hmm.
1: Shah Al Kirmani said, It is to do no harm and to endure harm instead.
0: Yeah. So <clears throat> that I think is, is a, straight, uh, a straightforward point. Um, uh, uh, another way that this is read is you hold back harm, okay, mm-hmm. but you still benefit other people. Because we have a teaching of the prophet, peace be upon him, which is you, you do not harm and you are not allowing yourself to be harmed.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So here, a better way to read it is that you do not cause harm to people, but you are generous with people. Okay. So if it's like uh, someone does something wrong to you. Mm-hmm. You might be justified in doing something uh, uh, in reciprocation, uh, but instead you're generous with them. Yeah.
1: <clears throat> Someone said, it is that one should be friendly to people, but remain a stranger in their midst. What does that mean? I would, like, connect that more so to attachment.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, yeah, I would mm-hmm. connect it to, basically, like, our role on this planet, where we are friendly, we are fulfilling our roles, mm-hmm. we are having those relationships, yet we're not losing
2: ourselves,
0: we sure. are, I, I don't know, yeah. yeah. I mean, add to that that you're not <clears throat> drawing attention to yourself consciously, right? So mm-hmm. you're a stranger among them,
2: mm-hmm.
0: meaning you are participating in society, but not for the sake of attention.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Okay? You are supporting and benefiting people, but not to draw attention to yourself, mm-hmm. right? It may be that other people draw attention to you, but you're not doing it for your own self, right?
1: Al-Wasidi once said, it is to please people secretly and in public. Mm
0: -hmm. That's straightforward. Mm
1: -hmm. Said Abu Thman, it is to be content with the will of God.
0: Yeah. So that is one of the biggest ones. That if you are happy with what Allah is giving you, Mm -hmm. then it becomes very easy to have good character. If you're not happy with what Allah is giving you, Mm -hmm. uh, then it becomes easy to have bad character. Right? And so... So it doesn't mean that if something bad has happened to you, like a family tragedy, you're still allowed to feel pain,
2: mm-hmm.
0: right? Um, but you still know this is Allah's will, mm. right? Um, <coughs> if, you're, if you're not happy with Allah, then that opens up a lot of, a lot of problems. Yeah.
2: When
1: Sahil al-Tustari yep. was asked about good character, he replied, it's least degree its least degree is tolerance, seeking no reward, compassion and pity for the wrongdoer, and asking God's pardon for him.
0: Mm-hmm. So that's pretty straightforward, right? That the lowest level of good character mm-hmm. is you persevere. Okay? When you're benefiting other people, you're not expecting a reward. Okay? Mm-hmm. When someone does wrong to you, you're merciful to them, okay? and you're also forgiving them, and you're you're being sympathetic. Right. So again, what is a the recurring theme? Character relates to what people are receiving from you. Okay? Yeah. And so the lowest level is whatever people do, you persevere. And if people do wrong to you, you're merciful, you're generous, you're forgiving to them.
2: Okay.
1: And he once said, It is that you do not direct accusations at your Lord concerning your sustenance, and that you trust in him, being confident that he will provide that which he has guaranteed you. It is that you obey him and do not transgress, transgress against him in any of your affairs, both in which is between you and him, and that which takes place between you and mankind. Mm-hmm.
0: So, is it possible to have good character and not be a believer? What do you
2: think? Yes.
0: Yeah, it is, right? Uh, but there's a level of character that you can only get to if you're a believer, mm-hmm. right? And that starts with having full confidence in Allah Ta'ala when you have full confidence in Allah Ta'ala, then you will have the ability to face every single type of setting, positive or negative. And and so it means if you have full confidence in Allah, then you don't have distrust in Allah. A hypocrite has distrust in Allah. And thus a hypocrite starts turning everything into a narcissistic game. And so if you have full confidence in Allah, then you won't feel a need to disobey
2: hmm.
0: okay. if you have full confidence because you know with conviction he is the reality, he is taking care of you. Mm-hmm. Okay. And by believing in the day of judgment, you also know with conviction that there are things you also owe him, mm-hmm. okay, whether or not he's taking care of you.
2: Okay.
1: Okay. <coughs> and Ali, may God ennoble his face, said, Good character consists in three traits, avoiding that which is forbidden, seeking that which is permitted, and being generous to one's family.
0: Okay, again, very, very simple. Very straightforward. Okay, stay away from the haram. And then pursue what is halal.
2: Mm
0: -hmm. And then be generous, especially with your own children, your own family. Why is it especially important to be generous with your own family as part of character?
1: I mean, a recurring theme in Islam is just, like, the obligations that we have to our kin and those closest to Mm -hmm. us. Yeah. Um, Also because, in a way, like, they've been your greatest support systems, Mm -hmm. even in ways that you haven't realized. Um, So it's your obligation to them is the
2: greatest. Yeah.
0: And then on top of that, if you're not taking your own family, uh, yet you're generous with everyone else, that's inconsistent. Mm -hmm. Right? So if you had to choose one, Either you're generous with your family or you're generous with others, then you choose your family. You should be generous with everyone. But what you find a lot of times is someone will be generous with people outside of the house, Mm -hmm. and then they're tyrannical with people inside of the house. And you want to start by being generous with the people inside your house. Mm
1: -hmm. Said Al-Hussein Ibn Mansur Uh, Al-Halaj.
0: Yeah, this is a very famous person.
1: It is that you should be unaffected by the harshness of mankind after having beheld the
0: truth. Okay. So, you will go through times where people will be very mean to you. Mm -hmm. And if you know the truth, like, especially if they're giving you false accusations, Mm -hmm. then you're fine. They can say whatever they want. Mm -hmm. I know what the truth is. And what you will find is that at first, when people are attacking you falsely, at first it stings. Mm -hmm. And then after that, you don't really care. Like, you know what the truth is. Mm -hmm. then what some people do who might be very vile, they'll go on the attack of people you love. Yeah. And that's a little bit different. Really. But the key thing is that if you know what the truth is, then it doesn't matter what people accuse you of. Mm-hmm. And people will slander you. Yeah.
1: And it's also um, interesting because I think in this version, I don't know if it's in your version, if yeah. the truth is like capitalized, oh, nice. T. So also I guess realizing, realizing our higher purpose and realizing perhaps, like, the petty little details that may mm-hmm. dictate our life at certain mm-hmm. moments aren't. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, you just made me realize something, building upon what you're saying. Uh, Mansur al-Halaj is a very famous person, Ibn Mansur al-Halaj. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's also kind of controversial, because the story about him is that he started doing a lot of things that people found strange. Mm-hmm. And, like, he started walking around his house like it was the Kaaba. Okay. True or not, Allah knows best. And and then he started saying An, al, "Ana al-Haq." What does that mean? What's "Ana"? Uh, I. Yeah,
2: self. Al-Haq. <laughs> the truth.
0: So he's saying, "I am the truth," mm-hmm. right? And so people understood that to mean that I am Allah. Okay. Mm. And so he was uh, brought in and executed. Okay? Mm. But the sympathetic people say, "No, you guys are completely misunderstanding what he's saying." When he's walking around his house, he's showing that a lot of times when people walk around the Kaaba, it's mm-hmm. completely empty. They may as well walk around their own house. Okay? Mm-hmm. And then when he is saying, I am the truth, he is saying, my existence is so meaningless to me now
2: mm-hmm.
0: that all I have is Allah. So mm-hmm. when he's saying, I am the truth, what Rumi says is what he's actually saying is that I see the truth. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, al-Hak, so it's, I'm the eye of truth. Okay. Um, and there's also another sympathetic reading that uh, there's the hadith that Allah loves the one who repents more than the guy who is in the desert and then his camel walks away with all of his supplies. And now he's desperate and then the camel comes back and the guy gets so excited that he says... There's no God but me, and Muhammad's my messenger. Like, he just got so excited, he lost his mind, Mm -hmm. right? Or he just said the wrong thing. And so that's another reading of what Al-Halaj is saying. So when he is saying the truth here, Mm -hmm. um, don't be affected by, you know, people deserting you or attacking you after you've known Al-Haq, meaning Allah. Mm -hmm. So he could also be meaning that. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Said Abu... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs>
0: <laughs> Abu Saeed, this is Abu Saeed here, this is not Sam. Uh,
1: <laughs> <laughs> Said Abu Saeed al-Kharaz. Yeah,
2: Kharaz, yeah.
1: Kharaaz. Um, it is that you should have no concern for, oh, no concern but for God.
2: Yeah. The
0: interesting thing about the way uh, he writes is the reverse of how we teach uh, in the academy today. And so his conclusion is often like the highest point. It's like each statement is building up to the highest point. Mm -hmm. So what is the biggest point about character? It's you're only concerned with Allah. Mm -hmm. Which means what? It means that you are only going to speak the truth because that's what Allah wants for you. Mm -hmm. That's what Allah wants from you. Right? And you're going to be gentle with Allah's creation because they are the creation of Allah. Mm -hmm. So your whole interaction is with Allah. Mm -hmm. You're not worrying about anything else. It takes effort to get to that point. It's very easy to understand intellectually, but to get there, it's very tough. So, okay, you still got time?
1: Sure. Okay. Oh, okay. um, there are many statements of this nature, but they all tr- they all treat of the fruit of good character, not its essence. Neither do they succeed, even in encompassing all of these fruits, since to unveil its true nature is more important than to cite various sayings on the matter, we shall proceed with our discourse as follows.
2: Okay. Go ahead.
1: Creation khalaq, and character are two expressions which may be used together. We say for is it haluk or khulk? Khulk. Yeah. I can okay. read.
0: So good.
2: Eh. It's good. Yeah.
1: Okay, we're done. <laughs> which may be used together. We say for example that so and so is good in his creation and in his character. Meaning that both his outward and inward aspects are good.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Creation refers to the external and character to the internal form.
2: Mm-hmm. Now,
1: man is composed of a body which perceives with ocular vision, basar, and a spirit, ruh, and a soul, nafs, which perceive with inner insight, basira.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Each of um, each of these things has an aspect and a form which is either ugly or beautiful. Mm-hmm. Furthermore, the soul which perceives with inner sight of a greater worth than the body which sees with ocular vision, mm-hmm. which is why God has stressed its importance by ascribing it to himself in his statement, I shall create a man from clay. And when I have fashioned him and have breathed int- into him something of my spirit, then fall ye down before him in prostration.
0: Okay, so to together what, what uh, Hazali is saying, Imam Hazali is saying, Is that all the examples, all the narrations we gave about good character? Mm -hmm. What they focused on is how are people receiving you, right? That's what we kept saying. And he's saying they're not addressing internally what is good character. Mm -hmm. And so, internally, where you can see he's going to go, internally, good character is purity of the soul. The result of that, the fruits will be good character, meaning people receive you with a, with a, with a, uh, you have a happy face, you're generous, you're withholding harm, you're merciful, and such. Mm-hmm. And so the core of good character is to have a pure soul inside. Mm-hmm. Okay? That's where this is going to go. Because your soul inside is from Allah. Because it says, breathe into him of my spirit. So some will read that as that we are somehow an extension of Allah. Mm-hmm. And some will say, my spirit means that I own, you know, his spirit. Allah knows best, mm-hmm. right? My spirit, meaning okay. Uh, okay. I own it. And so, so the point being that what it comes down to is making sure that that which is inside you is light and not dark. It can be light or it can be dark. You know, that's where a good character really is. Okay, let's continue.
1: In this text, he states, he meaning God, um that the body is ascribed to clay, and that the spirit is ascribed to the Lord of the worlds. Spirit and soul in this context refer to the self-same thing.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So so what are we saying here? That, okay, you have this body aspect
2: mm-hmm.
0: made of clay, which means it's of this world. Yes. Then you have this ruh, mm-hmm. which is of or from Allah. Mm-hmm. What its relationship with Allah, in terms of the being of Allah, Allah knows best. But the basic point being... Mm -hmm. that your body inclines to this world. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: Your ruh inclines to Allah, which creates a couple tensions. Number one, uh, your ruh, in one degree, one aspect is not going to be satisfied in this world. There's going to be always a built-in longing Mm -hmm. um, within you. Mm -hmm. And this becomes really important because a lot of times people are depressed and uh, it's a type of depression, not normal depression, where it's a longing that you can only fulfill it with Allah Ta'ala. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, your body, you can fulfill its longings many ways. You can eat, you can sleep, all those other things. Mm-hmm. right? And so part of the goal is to get this into synthesis.
2: Okay,
0: continue.
1: A trait of character, then, is firmly established condition, Haya, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> of the soul from which actions proceed easily without any need of thinking or for thought. Mm-hmm. If this condition is disposed towards the production of a beautiful and praiseworthy deeds, as these are acknowledged by the law, and the intellect, as it is termed a good character trait.
0: Okay, see what we're saying? So the language is kind of complicated. It's saying that if your heart is pure, mm-hmm. your natural tendency is going to be to do good. So we kept talking about what you do in terms of character, how people receive your character, but where is that? That comes down to the purity of your heart, okay? And so the more pure your heart is, the more your natural tendency is going to be to do good automatically. You're not even gonna have to think about it, right? And you'll see this sometimes with with some kids, there's always that one kid that is just so generous. Every other kid, if you lose a toy, you know, they all start crying, and then there's that one kid who's happy to give their toy to other people, Mm -hmm. right? And it seems like that kid is more noble, Mm -hmm. Right? Even though the kid might be two years old, three years old. Mm -hmm. Right? And so, so this relates to, when you're an adult, this relates to how pure is your heart. The more pure your heart is, the more your natural tendency is to do good, to be generous, to withhold harm, to be merciful, etc.
1: If, however, ugly acts proceed from it, the condition is known as a bad character trait. Mm. We describe this condition as firmly established because the character of a man who gives from his wealth rarely and under transient circumstances cannot be described as generous since this attribute has not become firmly established and fixed in his soul. Mm
0: -hmm, mm -hmm. So see what we're saying? So being generous doesn't mean one time you give a lot of money. Mm -hmm. Being generous is that you keep giving and you keep giving and you keep giving and you keep giving. So you have one person who gives $1,000 once. Mm -hmm which is different than one person who gives $10 and $10 and $10 and $10, and $10. over the course of 100 days they give the same amount of money but you're probably going to say the second guy is more generous that person's actually generous right because they keep giving or $100 $100 $100 $100 $100 right and so all that's coming from inside and so the question becomes what is my normal default state is my normal default state that I give once in a while mm-hmm. or is my normal default state that I just keep giving and giving and giving okay. And that's a way to get a sense of what is inside of you. What is your consistent behavior? Okay? Right. Uh, Okay.
1: As we specified, such acts must proceed from a man easily and without thinking.
0: That's the key point. Mm -hmm. It just should be your nature.
1: Since the man who, with forethought and an effort, makes a show of generosity or remaining silent when angry is not to be called generous or mild of character.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: So if you get angry once in a while, mm-hmm. then you're not an angry person. Mm-hmm. If that's your normal state, then you're an angry person. Right?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Four things are thus involved. First, firstly, there is the doing of something beautiful or ugly. Secondly, the ability to act. Thirdly, cognition of the act. And fourthly, a condition of the soul by which it inclines to one side or the other, which endures the beautiful or the ugly thing easy to do.
0: Okay, so again, I, he's kind of stating this. In, I'm sorry.
1: I can't read. It says renders the beautiful. Or oh, the it's, thing all it's
0: all good. It's all good. You probably just you know overtaken by something else we were talking about. About yeah. Anyway, so mm-hmm. so the point being that uh, here he writes it again in the reverse of how we would normally say it in our contemporary system of thought. So we're saying, in your soul, which is what he calls the fourth, mm-hmm. uh, either you're going to incline towards beauty or ugly. Gotcha. Okay,
2: mm-hmm.
0: and then that leads to knowledge.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Okay, how to do beauty or ugly? How to do beauty? Maybe you give something. Mm-hmm. How to do ugly? Maybe you hurt something, hurt someone. Okay, and then number three, which is the second one in his list, going in reverse order is the ability to do that,
2: mm-hmm. okay?
0: Which is now getting into how are you going to make it happen, mm-hmm. okay? And then four is the actual act. So we're sa- he's saying there's four parts. So looking in reverse. There's the act itself. There's your ability to do the act. Mm-hmm. There's your knowledge on how to do the act. And then what's going on inside your soul,
2: mm-hmm.
0: okay? And so the core is to get all four of those straight, starting with what's going on inside your soul, mm-hmm. Okay? Now, a way to help purify your soul, as we're going to see, is try to keep the act at the end of it beautiful, and then working way backwards. Um, let's do one more paragraph. Uh-huh.
1: Therefore, character is not the same as action. There are many people of generous character who do not make donations from their wealth, either because they have none or by reasons of some other obstacle, just as there are people of whose character is avaricious, but who attribute their wealth for some motive or other or out of ostentation and in the interest of their reputation.
0: Okay, so this is another important point. Um, Just because someone gives doesn't make them generous. Mm -hmm. Just because someone withholds doesn't make them stingy, because you might have someone who's very generous who has no money to give,
2: Mm
0: -hmm. right? And you might have someone who gives a lot, but all their intentions are sour,
1: Neither is the same as ability since neither is it the same as ability since this does not differ whether it is ascribed to withhold or giving, or to two opposite traits. Every man has created oh, I think never mind, no I'm sorry. Okay. Every man has been created to be by disposition capable of withholding and giving. Yet this does not necessarily bring about an avaricious or generous character.
0: You know avaricious, is, right? Greedy. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Okay, sorry. Um, We were actually talking about avarice in our ethics class. The ethics class I told you about. Yeah. The Christian ethics one, yeah. 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 Um, Nor yet is it the same as one's cognition of the act, for cognition pertains to the beautiful and the ugly in the same way. Instead, it is to be identified with the fourth sense, namely the condition through which the soul prepares itself for the issuing of giving or withholding.
0: Okay. So, we have a teaching that a person keeps lying and lying and lying until Allah stamps them as a liar. Mm-hmm. So one way, so what matters most is the condition of my soul, okay? So one way for me to become generous is that I keep giving and giving and giving and giving. Mm-hmm. Then, inshallah, Allah will stamp me as someone generous. Mm-hmm. Okay? And if I have nothing to give, let's say I can't even give a smile, mm-hmm. then I keep having the intention of giving and giving and giving and giving right and that will inshallah you know make my soul more pure to the point that I get stamped with generosity mm-hmm. okay and we're going to explore this more because obviously this book is much larger but these are some of the key key points that all the things we usually say about character are what you're giving to people mm-hmm. um, but the real question of character is what is your natural disposition inside your heart okay. any questions
1: character therefore is a term for the condition and inner aspect of the soul.
0: Yep, there it is right there. Where are we on that edition?
1: We are at the end of page eighteen.
0: Okay, so on the winter tradition we're at the end of page eighteen, and then on the Sharif edition, uh, I've lost our place. but we're on page ninety-three. All right. Subhanakallahumma wa bihamdika ashhadu an la ilaha illa anta astaghfiruka wa atubu lake. la ilaha lake. ilaha illah anta